This episode is brought to you by HP. When you're working apart from your team, feeling connected can be a challenge. Presenting HP Presence, a more thoughtful, human collaboration technology. With enhanced audio and video features, you can experience more genuine collaboration and feel more connected. Be in the room, from any room, with HP Presence. Learn more at hp.com forward slash presence. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Studio de Hifre, where today is a Cowboys mailbag, because I got a ton of questions from you guys over the last couple of days, and I've just been doing my things instead of paying attention to your questions, which makes me a jerk and means it's time to answer a bunch of them. Okay, here we go. Why can't we draft a big boy in the interior defense? This is from... Akhtar Shaz on Twitter. Run defense has been horrible for a decade. Having a big boy there will help the linebacker secondary DNs. Look at the guys remaining behind Sue, Donald, Chris Jones, Buckner, Vita Vea, Frank Clark. Uh, I'm definitely down for the Cowboys grabbing a big boy. I think that's big. I think, uh, of course it is. You look at the games where even Leighton Vander Esch played well, and I think for the most part he struggled this year, but towards the end of the year when they were getting all of their defensive linemen back and when those guys played well in front of them, Leighton Vander Esch started making some plays. I'm down for finding a one technique, a nose tackle, a 350-pounder, and the first name that's going to jump to mind because you guys are sickos, at least a lot of you who are already asking me draft questions, is going to be Jordan Davis, the guy out of Georgia, which at 24 I don't think is unrealistic. And if they did that, I'd say, okay, it's a two-down player. But that is the world that I believe the NFL is going to, or even the two-down player. And what I mean by two-down is that it's like third nine, 360-pound Jordan Davis ain't going to be out there because he's not going to rush the passer. Um, but what most teams want to go to now is being able to stop the run or deter you from running with as few resources as possible. And by resources, I mean bodies. So if you could have a four-man defensive line and you're a nickel with two linebackers and you know that you can stop the run like that, uh, then you can devote more bodies to pass coverage. Just look at what's happened to the Cowboys the last three months. That's what it is. Teams can stop you with four, and they can drop everybody, which just makes life hard on the offense. So I'm down to get a big boy. They kind of tried. You know, They brought in a whole bunch of low-priced guys, but I would add in that uh, Brent Urban got hurt, and Brent Urban made his career so far off being a great run stopper. So maybe you bring him back on the cheap because he was on the cheap this year and he got hurt, so you can't imagine there's going to be a huge market. So maybe Brent Urban could be part of that. Maybe you bring back Carlos Watkins. But I do think they need to try to upgrade what they've got on the defensive interior. Right now it's going to be Neville Gallimore, Tristan Hill, Oso Odigizua. All of those guys, to me, are more three technique guys. who don't. You don't want them taking on double teams. You want those guys attacking upfield. I'm in the market for a big boy too. Dan Federke. After hearing Parsons talk about Coach Q the way he did and seeing the players' emotions while playing for Q against the Saints, how does Dallas plan on replacing that if they lose him? Would they try everything they can to keep him? They're not going to try everything they can to keep him because everything would include probably making him the head coach, right? Because that's the jobs he's interviewing right now is to go be a head coach. So they're going to try everything they can to keep him. They'd love to have him as the defensive coordinator, 
But, hell, he's interviewing with, what, six different teams? I think he's the front runner for the Denver Broncos head coaching job. I guess my first name that jumps to mind, if you have to replace a defensive coordinator, is Vic Fangio. And technically, I believe he runs a 3-4, but it also doesn't matter because in the NFL, 80% of the time, you're running a 4-2, not a 4-3, not a 3-4. You're running nickel, so I don't care about all that. I like that he's a two-deep safety and base guy. Uh, and he's in the Dan Quinn spot. Vic Fangio was fired from Denver as the head coach. And his background is defensive coordinator. So head coach didn't go great. He can probably slide back in for somebody who's a defensive coordinator and do a really good job. Joe Witt, who's already on the defensive staff. George Edwards, who's already on the de- defensive staff. Those are candidates. Joe Witt, I believe, just got his first interview for a defensive coordinator job. So those are the three names that are top of mind for me. Kyle said, if Kellen gets a head coaching job, who do you want to see as our OC next year? I don't have a full list, but I'll tell you the guy that I'm really intrigued by now is Mike McDaniel. That is the 49ers offensive coordinator. Obviously, Kyle Shanahan is, you know, you look at that old Kyle Shanahan or I guess Mike Shanahan staff in Washington from 2013, and Kyle was the OC. Sean McVay was the, I forget which position, and Matt LaFleur was another position coach. Shout out to Washington for not keeping any of those guys. Uh, But the guys who worked under Kyle Shanahan seem to be incredibly bright offensive minds. And Mike McDaniel, I've seen him in press conferences too. And so via his own words, I know that he's a really bright offensive mind and could improve your running game. Probably need to, you know, they really need to hire is they need to see what it would take to get Bill Callahan back here as the offensive line coach from Cleveland. Because when he was here, boy, you could block. That dude can coach offensive line. Running game Moses is what Brian Broaddus calls him. O. Garcia, oh, excuse me, at O. Garcia, he says, what can we get back to trade Zeke or Dak? Nothing and impossible. Uh, Ain't nobody trading for what Zeke is today at that salary. And Dak, you can't trade. If you wanted to a year from now, sure, you could trade Dak. But uh, no, the dead money is no. It's just impossible. Don't worry about it. Dak's your quarterback. Matt said, Cowboys have a ton of free agents. I assume a fair number leave. Should the Cowboys look to trade 2023 draft picks that'll get replaced by comp picks to help the 2022 squad? I am a big fan of this. I do believe it's a market inefficiency. Teams that are willing to trade mid to late round picks for proven players, that works out for you. That is a thing that is uh, enough teams don't do. And when you do, I believe it gives you an advantage because I want a whole bunch of picks. Because that's how you find the cheap labor, give yourself a better chance at an inexact science of drafting to find as many competent players as you can on the cheap. But an individual pick is also overvalued, especially a mid to late round one where the odds are, odds are, I'll find you some players, but the odds are you're not going to find a great player. Flip them. Find you a player that can help. Like, for instance, Flipping, I don't have a name off the top of my head, but if you flipped a fifth-round pick for a starting caliber left guard, you're good. 92% of the time, you're going to win that trade. Feel free. It'll be a money thing with the Cowboys. How much room do they have under the cap? 
Chase, which one of these left guard prospects has caught your eye so far? Looks like a good year to draft O-line. Here's one of my sickos. I love my sickos, the dudes who are trying to talk about draft prospects on January 20th. I just started watching Kenyon Green, the Texas A&M offensive lineman. I've watched some of the top offensive tackles. So, so far the answer is Kenyon Green is the left guard prospect who's caught my eye. And he might be picked somewhere around number 24 in that range. It's early, but at this point in time, is there a player worth moving up from 24? This is from JP that could help us not be bad. Or should Captain trade down, ride, and gather all the picks? See, that's a super sicko. You not only want to talk about the draft, you're already trying to trade up or down in the draft. And yeah, you could trade up and draft Tyler Linderbaum, the Iowa center, who is going to be a baller. Or you could sit at 24 and see if Nicobe Dean or Devin Lloyd, one of those linebackers, is there. Or Kenyon Green. Or, yeah, you can move up. You can move down. But could we wait until at least February before we try to do all the draft trades? Papa Hutchins. Will the team move on from Coop? Williams, restructure Tank and Dak, actually go get some real help in free agency. Maybe we could act like the Rams this year and get real help. No, because this is not the way they do it. They believe in treating the cap dollars like they are, um, for the most part, they like the cap and the cash to match up because they don't want to be in the spot where later on you're eating 20, 30, 40 million in dead money in a year. So they don't play the cap games the same way that a lot of teams do. They prefer to be consistent from year to year, which I don't mind for the most part. That's fine. So they will restructure guys. They will have room under the cap. They will sign free agents, but I don't expect it to be anything that's big and flashy. Mike Crum, it's my guy. He says, if it was you, do you leave Steele to be a solid swing tackle, or would you like the team to ask LC to work on being a guard, start to steal at right tackle? I would move Lyle Collins to left guard, I think. And maybe part of that is just my recency bias over the last couple of months. And maybe if you had a different offensive line coach coaching and developing these guys, the names that you have could be a good offensive line again. But I am really scarred by the last couple of months. And so I would say, yeah, I'd probably move Lyle Collins to left guard. Terrence Steele, I would plan to be the right tackle. And then you got Martin Tyron Biotish. Now... A draft could change that plan. You got to be fluid. But I'd probably whisper in Colin's ear to get back to practicing some of his movement skills and things of that nature at left guard. But it depends. Depends what happens in the draft. What if Tyler Linderbaum falls in your lap? Then you could do all those things and upgrade center just like that. What if you end up picking a guy that's going to play guard at number 24 overall? Well, then you're going to pop LC back out to right tackle. You let him and Steele compete, and you're going to move on with your day. So right now, if they had to play a game tomorrow or if they had to play a game in week one, you told me they weren't drafting offensive line, I would say yes. Flip Lyle Collins back to left guard, put Steele at right tackle, and go play that way. Uh, But let's, let's see. Let's see what the draft brings. Uh, another guy asking about Jordan Davis, of course, of course. At Barna Jeff, I think we need a wide receiver that can take the top off. Well, Jamison Williams might make it to 24, maybe. Alabama wide receiver, torn ACL, but he should be ready to play by the time the year's here. Why does the play calling always seem to suck in the playoffs compared to the regular season? It was the same play calling. Linderbaum and Dean are both on the board. Who are we taking? 
from David Linderbaum. How much cap can they create with restructures from Robert? Probably about $50 million. And the way that they will spend it is probably on signing their own. Guys like Randy Gregory, maybe somebody like J. Ron Curse or Malik Hooker, maybe Michael Gallup or Cedric Wilson. Maybe they entertain Dalton Schultz, how much he's going to make. I wouldn't. I'd be surprised if they did. But for the most part, it would be signing their own guys because that is what the Dallas Cowboys do. Thank you for your mailbag questions. You may leave more in the comments at youtube.com slash Jeff Cavanaugh. You may listen to us from 2 to 7 on 105.3 The Fan, the home of the Cowboys, and on the Odyssey app if you're out of the DFW listening area. I'm going to go put eyes on some of these draft prospects, go see my guy Duke, Duke Manny, whether he um, does skills training, combine training, offensive line training, offensive line masterminds, masterminds, if you've heard of it. I'm going to go see his deal, meet him see some of these prospects, put eyes on these players for you. Remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through. So be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.